July 9th, 2023. We're continuing in Mesilat Yesharim and Perek Yotet, where we're addressing, we're dealing with the um, Midah of Hasidut. And Hasidut, as Ramchal has described to us in Perek Yotet, and now furthermore in Perek Yotet, is the character trait with regards to Mitzvot Aseh, with regards to positive actions, which are, in a sense, above and beyond. The Lifnim Mishurat Adin, not the black letter of the law, black and white letter of the law, what you should be doing, but beyond that, understanding and gleaning and intuiting based on what the command is, what you should be extending yourself to do further. And we're in the midst of, and to concluding this uh, discussion within um, this Perek, of those several passages in Masech and Megillah, Daf Kaf Chet and Daf Kaf Zayin, where the Gemara describes how several of the Chachamim, um, they were asked by their students, uh, why was it? How is it that you had Arichut Yamim? How do you have a long life? And so each one of their answers is very telling, says Ramchal. Each one of their answers is effectively stating, this is my Midat Hasidut. It's not per se Shemirat Torah Misvot, which of course is necessary and obligatory. That gave me, in that respect, a long life. It's rather the way I went above and beyond. He writes, How is it? What is it that gave you the long life? And that was the refrain, my entire life. In each of these, it's my entire life. There's a consistency. There's a sense of constancy. It's, it's at all times. I never got honor at the um, demise or the shame of my friends. And I never went to sleep with a quarrel or, so to speak, a, uh, a curse that was laid from my direction to my friend. I always made up with them. I always had the ability to end that appropriately. These are ben adam l'chavero, obviously. And the Gemara goes back to the first one to explain how was it that he wasn't mit kabed biklon chavero, and Mesilat Yisharim will really color and articulate how that was novel. Faresh hatam, it's explained in the Gemara there, Megillah daf kafchet, ki haderav huna dare mara akatve. Rav Huna was once carrying a hoe, a gardening utensil, on his shoulders. Amar Rav Hana bar Hanilai, excuse me, Ata Rav Hana bar Hanilai vekadare mine. So Rav Hana bar Hanilai sees Rav Huna carrying this hoe on his back and takes it from him to put on his own back in order to honor his rabbi. Amar le, his response in turn, Rav Huna to Rav Hana is, Irigilat didaret bematayich dare. If in your place, in your mata, in your city, your village, wherever you come from, this is a normal way for you to appear in public, then I give you permission to take this from me. If not, I'm getting grander, I'm getting honor with your ziluta, with your shameful act, with you looking below your honor in a public fashion, and I'm not comfortable with that. Which means to say, says Mesilat Yesharim, Hare lanu, she'afal pi she'mashma'ut biklon haveru, hu mishtadel levazot haveru, k'deh she'ayedeze yirbe kevodo, even though the simple interpretation you'd imagine in my saying, or in a specifically Rabbi Nechunya saying, I never got honor at the shame of others, is that by shaming others, he made fun of others, he put down others in some way or fashion, he brought himself up through that. That wasn't even the case. Even if it wasn't by taking another one down actively, but it was by another one bringing themselves down, by in that case, in that story of Rav Hana, willing to um, debase himself in order to honor Rav Huna, even that he wouldn't accept. 
which means to say there was a care, there was a concern with that of the other with regards to anything and everything so that I can never um, rise myself or raise myself at any expense to another. Again, to a person who's a true Hasid, who's risen to the Midav Hasidut, even though a person is seeking it, searching, wants to honor you, but is going to, as a result, bring for themselves a certain sense of embarrassment or degraded nature. And similarly, the Gemara over there says about Bizera, I never had a kepeda, I never had. Uh, uh, well, it's not only anger, it's beyond or before anger. I never had a, um, a, a stringency upon others. I never was, uh, was uh, um, deliberate with regards to the way others should be treating me uh, within my home. Strict? Makes sense. Kapeda is a stringency. Uh, but in other words, it's, it's with regards to others. I never cut the line tightly and made certain that's what's wrong and this is the way it needs to be. Even when I was in my household. In other words, in public, it's sometimes easier for people to put on a certain face that's loving and fluid and uh, and easy to get along with in your home, with your spouse, with your children, with your parents. There's a whole different demeanor, a different personality. The statement of Rabbi Zera, the Hidush is even betoch beti. Never was I makbid. And I never walked with a, a stride in a certain haughty or even prideful fashion in front of someone who was greater than me. I never even walked in front of someone greater than me. I always followed. And furthermore, with regards to Ben Adam Lahavero, I never had Hirhur of Mitzvot in Mavuotam Tunafot. Torah was never on my mind when I was in dirty areas. I, I couldn't and wouldn't and would make certain that my mind stayed clean. And clear of that when I was in an inappropriate place to be thinking about Torah. I never walked four amot, six feet, without thinking Torah, of course, when I was in the clean areas. Ubelot tefillin, I was always wearing tefillin. I mean, these are midot hasidut. Velo yashanti beveta midrash. Lo shenat keva, lo shenat aray. The halakha is in a bet midrash. You're allowed to sleep even a shenat keva. In contrast to a bet keneset. Bet Midrash is seen as the dwelling place for Tamidei Hachamim. It's mutai to sleep, uh, a permanent sleep in there. You could sleep the night in a Bet Midrash. And times of old, uh, poor people used to come to the Midrash and sleep there. His Midat Hasidut, his Bamehe Erach Dayamim, Rabbi Zeraz, was, I never slept even a temporary, I never even dozed off in the Midrash. Velosasti betakalat Havera, I never had the Bimpola Oyivcha al Tesmach, or I never had Simcha, I never had rejoice, even when there was stumbling from those who were my adversaries, when those who were opposing me fell. Velokarati la Haveri Bahachinato, Rashi explains that's a kinui, even if it's a family kinui, a family nickname. I never use that with regards to another. Again, this is wrapping up and this is closing out many of the midot hasidut, which are articulated and specified in the Gemara. How are we supposed to know that this is a hasidut? Right, so the answer seems clear to me. First and foremost, Mesilat Yisharim, throughout this panic, is going to give a lot of practical examples. A lot, throughout. Uh, But what's the purpose of giving so many practical examples? Specifically, what's the point of all of those? 
And my understanding of it is each of those hachamim lefimidat nafsham, based on their personal character trade, who they were, were able to carve out in a relationship with God a zone, a realm, wherein they said, I can go above and beyond. So I think the answer, as difficult as it is to hear, is it needs to be intuited by you. You need to be able to know yourself and understand Torah and mitzvot in a relationship with God well enough to know this is going to be something that I can extend myself in, much as you have in relationship with others. You might be the person who's able to please others through doing X, Y, and Z, whereas another person does A, B, C. Which one of you is doing the right thing? Each of you is talking and working through the midah of your nefesh. Each of you is understanding the other and being able to extend. You can't and shouldn't be in a zone, in a realm that's uncomfortable, that's going to be wrong for you. So there's no simple answer. He's going to give a lot of practical examples, but it means shemirat Torah mitzvot. It means starts with the study and understanding of Torah. It continues with a penetration to soul and to mind with regards to responsibility. And I'm looking to tap into a relationship and to say, where can I extend myself further? It's like saying along the same lines, and he wouldn't be opposed to this sort of conversation and comment, I believe, Masilat Yishadim, which Humrah is appropriate for me? Oh, so we could give certain guidelines if it's not going to be inappropriate to others and it's not going to cause you to stand out and so on and so forth. But which one? Uh, everyone or alternatively the one that speaks to you, the one that's able to bring you to a certain sense of connectedness. It's also the Be'ad al of course, applies to everybody. You're just saying he never ate one time in his life. Yes and no. Again, there's Adam Lachav, it all applies to all. But the above and beyond? I never embarrassed anyone in public or... or uh... Uh, I don't know if we had that. We had, I was never makpid betoch beti. I, I was never, biklon haveri was important as well. It wasn't that I never put down the other in order to raise myself. Right. It was even when he wanted it, right? That was the chidush. They were all above and beyond. That's that's Mesilat Yesharim's point. I mean, the Gemara and the Rishonim really bring that out. None of these are, quote, mi'ikar hadin. Ve'amru od, Gemara Bava Kama, which we drew from several times already. Amar of Yehuda, man de ba'il meheve hasida lekayem miled brachot, veze lemash ben adam, beno le ben kono, ve'amre la lekayem miled nezikin, veze lemash beno le ben havero, ve'amre la lekayem miled avot, shesham nichlalim inyanim mikol ha halakim. He quotes from Gemara Masech Bava Kama, if a person on Daflamid is searching, seeking to be a pious one, to be a Hasid, it's either fulfillment of the laws of Berachot, Ben Adam Lamakom, or the laws of Nizikin, that's uh, interpersonal damage, Ben Adam Lahavero, it has to do with a person and another. Or alternatively, the laws and the rules and the uh, strictures and, and statements of Avot, of Perke Avot, which really incorporates both. Now, even from that last statement, you kind of could reflect back on the first two and understand we're not talking per se about the Ikar Hadin, about the Arba Avot Nezikin, about the Me'ematai Korin Shema Be'arvim. We're not talking about the letter of the law, Halachot of Masechi Berachot and Masechi Bavakama. What's the proof? Because of the last opinion. The last opinion is Avot. Perkei Avot, nothing in Perkei Avot is Me'ikar Hadin. Everything in Perkei Avot is about extending yourself as a certain Midav Hasidut. In turn, the understanding, as I understand, as I, as I interpret Misilat Yisharim over here, is he saying that Gemara is reflecting, based on that last statement, the general concept of Ben Adam Lachavero, Ben Adam Lamakom, is how I fulfill uh, the Midav Hasidut. Go ahead. Does only like have to do this if you can? Meaning it's a, it's a, it's a choice to, to go above and beyond if you have that capability to go above. Don't you have to? 
Is it a chovaz or mitzvah ta'aseh from the Torah? No, I'm saying like if you have the... If you have the potential to do so, you're expected to do so. It sounds like you're very meticulous in certain actions to making sure this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do always. Like right. It was a focus versus... Because a, that was their carved out... But what I'm saying is, it was a, a focus. Way, a it was a focus. It was a purposeful focus in their lives that this is something they were going to. You know, oftentimes the Baalei Musa and people talk and about accepting. That's right. Are there, are there uh, you know, it's happened more than once. And in my this, early. Is it fair to say, sorry. It's okay. Of course. Is it fair to say that this is why they lived a long, uh, long life? Meaning, that I'm sure they did a lot of other. The and, and the so, so their vision of again the, the expression of the long life I think is more than anything what sets you apart from others uh-huh. so it's, it's a key and, and yes it's about carving out and finding your own thing which was difficult for me as an educator in the early stages instructing people to do this because people would come and say here's what happened to me and I want to accept something upon myself what should I do uh-huh. and my response would be Ralph as it was earlier well let's think about your life I said uh, they're looking for me, and I'm not the all-knowing individual, but to pinpoint something for them. So I'll work with them to find something above and beyond. In other words, they're not asking about pure Torah mitzvot, talking about something about them. That's a very important feature of, of our lives and our relationships. So if you sit down and you say, I am capable of doing this, I'm just like, not in the mood right now? So you should be doing it. Yeah, but it's it's in other words, it's it's hard to define what you mean. You have to, as opposed to it's not one of the six thirteen misvot. So it's you're expected to. Um, it's more than that. It's it's along the lines, even though it's not the same clearly of the kedoshim to you of Ramban Nachmani. Once you're supposed to intuit, you're supposed to understand this mitzvah, this Torah. You're not you're not going to be a naval bershuta Torah. You're not going to be a bad person if you're not doing it. But yes, you're expected to. You're expected to rise to your potential. So these aren't suggestions. These are musts. But they're only. But the, not these. But the one you find in yourself, you have to do. You ha- you should be doing. Well, that's Masilati Shani that. I have to. What's the difference? Have to. If you have been scanning and carefully analyzing your life and see that you can extend yourself above and beyond in this and that domain, you should and must and have to be doing so. Indeed. Vine, gemilut hasadim hu ikar gadol hasid ki hasidut atzmo nigzar mechesed. Mesilati Sharim continues. What's that? Yeah, well, I mean, that's our lives, is it not? Yeah, if we're lot. looking for constant growth and constant improvement, it means we're constantly pushing the boundaries of what our potential is. We're constantly reanalyzing and reassessing. What can I be doing more? How can I be uh, redoing this and thinking about this differently? Of course, it's a lifelong endeavor. Gimilut hasadim, says Mesilad Yesharim, is something very significant for the Hasid. Gimilut Hasidin means doing chesed to others. We'll have to define that in a moment. He says, first and foremost, understand that the very name Hasidut is nigzar. It derives from the word chesed. So Gimilut Hasidim is going to be an integral component of the life and the ways of a, uh, of a Hasid. Ve'amruzal and the Mishnah, the very onset of Masechet Avot says, al shelosha devarim ha'olam omed. There are three foundational aspects of existence. What are they? Torah, Avodah, and of course, Echad Mehem Gimilut Hasadim. Vechen Manu, and similarly, along the same lines, at the onset of Masechet Pe'ah, it's Pe'ah, it's counted as Im HaDevarim She'ochel Perotem Ba'olam Hazeh, Ve'akerin Kayyem Adol La'olam Haba. We are rewarded for Gimilut Hasadim in this world, 
But the principle, the, the, the very aspect of involvement with this chesed, uh, continues for reward and after this life. In other words, there's something specific about this. It's not just reward after, it's not just reward here. It's above and beyond. It's uh, going to give you here and there. Ve'amru od, and the Gemaran Masechet Sotah has darash rebisimlai, Torah tehilata gimilut hasadim, Oftentimes, when you're looking to define something, you look at its beginning and its end. You understand its origin, you, and then you pay attention to the finish line. Uh, what is it about Torah? It says the Torah begins with an act of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to human beings, which is, He makes for Adam and Hava kotnot or vayel bishem. He makes for them clothing and clothes them. That's the initial act of Chesed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The final act of Chesed is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we understand the Torah, buries Moshe Rabbeinu, means the Torah is bookended by acts of God which are Chesed to others. Means if you want to understand what does it mean to observe, to understand, to comprehend, and to live Torah, it means to live a life of Gimilut Hasadim. Ve'amru od, and along those lines further, the Chachamim say in Kalarabati, Darash Rava, Kol Mishiyesh Bo Shalosh Midot Halalu, any person who who has, who possesses the following three character traits. We learned something similar about one of these uh, character traits. But anyone who has all three of these, you can know, you can point your finger at them and say, ah, he must be from the descendants, the offspring of Abraham Avinu. What are they? Rahman, Baishan, Vigomel Hasadim. It's a person who's uh, who's uh, drawn to Rahamim, to, uh, um, to mercy for others. He's Baishan. He has a certain natural embarrassment. He has a shame from others. He doesn't have any uh, much pride and he's Gomel Hasadim. He extends himself to help What's others Baishan? as well. What's Baishan? Baishan we're going to talk about in a few more lines more but I can already... Well, uh, Baishan as I understand it... What's that? Shyness they say? We're going to address it in a little bit, but I'll already address it now. I always give the mashal that I heard from my rabbi, from Rabbi Meir Tversky. Rabbi Tversky pointed out that in Perik Aleph of Hilchot Teshubah Halacha Aleph Harambam, gives a very short uh, version of Ikaroshel Vidui. Uh, what is Vidui? The verbal confession of the sins. And there's just a few words, not the long one that we have on Kippur, not even the one we have in Tahanun every day. There's just a few words which have all the principles of Teshubah, uh, Harata, regret on the past, an acceptance for the future, and, and ex- uh, explicitly stating what I did wrong. But Harambam adds in a few extra words in there, or he has, based on text, a few extra words. Uboshti b'ma'asai. And I'm embarrassed about my actions, or I'm shy. I think embarrassed is right, better right, about right. my actions. So Rabbi Torsky asks, so what's with uh, that mention? I mean, the three aspects of Tishuba Harambam will tell us again, Perik Bet, at the onset, these are the integral portions and parts of Tishuba. What's Boshti? How is Boshti the part of Tishuba? And what he suggested is, I've told this more than once, is if I walk into a room and I trip, as I would and as I do, and I stand up, right, and I see people looking at me, I get embarrassed. If I stand up and nobody's looking at me, I just brush myself off and move on. Because embarrassment, or whatever we're defining as this word, busha, is defined by the realization that others are watching me. So to have busha means that I don't think of myself as the center of it all, who is the only one who's operating. It means I realize there are others. In that, in, when we talk about Teshubah, we're talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Over here, I believe, when we're talking about uh, interpersonal things, I'm a Bayeshan, 
because I care about you. I'm embarrassed in the presence of you. Maybe shyness as well, if I kind of bring it upon myself in some respect. I'm shy because I realize that you're an important person. And as a result, I can't just say and do what I want to do. Ve'amru, and the Gemara, Masechet Sukan, Daf Memtet, Amar Bi'il Azar, very well-known statement says that Gimilut Hasadim is greater than Sedaka. He'll demonstrate in a moment three ways in which you distinguish from Gimilut Hasadim and Sedaka because we might say it's the same thing. What's the difference between Sedaka and Gimilut Hasadim? Give it a moment. But first he says one's greater than the other. Gimilut Hasadim is greater than Sedaka. Shene Imar, he cites a pasuk in Sefer Hoshea, Azir'u lachem litztaka vikitsru the Pasuk says you should sow, you should seed your field with tzedakah, and you should cut, you should harvest with hesed, with gemilut hasadim. Well, what are each of those? When you seed, the Gemara goes on to say, when you seed something, you don't know whether it's going to grow and it's going to be ripe and it's going to be tasty or not. All right, so that's a certain aspect. It's exciting. It's important to seed. When you cut, you already see the finished product. You're cutting it because you're harvesting it because it's finished and it's blossomed and you understand what you're getting, what you're reaping with regards to uh, the growth on that tree. So it means that when the Pasuk describes Siddhaqah as that initial stage, well, it's not as significant. The reward of of of, uh, of sowing the field, of seeding the field, of investing is not the same thing as when you actually get the dividends, as when you actually cut it, which is the gemilut hasadim ve'amru od. And the Gemara furthermore explains what's the distinction, what is the difference between these two concepts, these two ideas we just mentioned, tzedakah and gemilut hasadim, bishloshat varim gedolah, gemilut hasadim and atzakah. I'll tell you they're distinguished in three ways. Sheh'a be'mamono gemilut hasadim begufo. First and foremost, Tzedakah means giving money to another. Gimilut hasadim means doing something for another with your body. That already I want to pause and focus on for a moment. Just uh, yesterday I was learning the Gemara together with my son Kiddushin and Mem Aleph. The Gemara over there talks about how mitzvah bo yotem bishluchot questions why the Mishnah says Aish mekadesh bo mitkadeshet In other words, the Mishnah over there says that Kiddushin, betrothal can be done both by yourself and through an agent, through a messenger. The Gemara says hashta bishlucho bo If you're able to do it through a messenger, why does the Mishnah mention that you can uh, do the Kiddushin as well. If you're able to send the messenger to do it, of course you could do the uh, Kiddushin on your own. The Gemara answers, Mitzvah bo yoter mibishlucho. There's a greater mitzvah. You fulfill something on a higher level when it's on your own as opposed to through a shaliach. And then the Gemara gives two examples. Kiha derav safra machrich resha rava malach shibuta. It says how two of the emoraim are prepared for Shabbat on their own as opposed to handing it off to someone else. Rashi in uh, defining what is greater about doing something on your own as opposed to through a messenger says, something along these lines, I might get the words a little bit off, something along the lines of when you involve your body in the mitzvot, you're rewarded more. What Rashi inserts to in, in, in interpreting the Gemara is number one, he explains it in the context of sachar, reward, but secondly, and most importantly, is mitzvah bo is because your body is engaged. I think that's the point over here as well. The bodily engagement means along the lines of what Rabbi Eliach told me more than once, is when you engage it in different senses, if it's not just intellectual, 
and it's not even just emotional, but it's with your senses, something becomes part and parcel of who you are. In other words, as, as educators, you're supposed to teach students, and we as people are supposed to experience information in ways beyond just the abstract. We're supposed to speak them. It's what the, the Mikubalim referred to as ruach, nefesh, and neshama. Neshama is the pure thought, but beyond pure thought, we want to speak it with our ruach. Beyond speaking it with our ruach, we want to act it with our hands, and our feet, that's the nefesh. The description then over here is to give money is one thing, but that didn't become part of who you are. Okay, it's an aspect of your personality. To make it who you are means you're engaging directly, means you're involving the person, means you're bringing the person in, means you're baking the food for the person, means you're delivering the uh, the clothing to the person. That's gemilut hasadim. That's above and beyond tzedakah. What else are the distinctions, the differences between tzedakah and gemilut hasadim beyond? Again, but very significantly, the difference between goof and mamon, difference between it becoming who you are and part and parcel with your personality as opposed to just something you do. Sedaka is specifically and only to poor people, whereas gemilut hasadim can and should be done to anyone, even if they're wealthy. In other words, to extending yourself is, is significant. Sedaka is only a, a mandate, is only a responsibility to fulfill the needs of another. Gemilut hasadim is always realizing I'm extending myself to the other. Sedaka lahayim u'gemilut hasadim ben lahayim ben lametim. And lastly, sedaka is uh, only for those who are alive. You provide them with money. Gemilut hasadim is even burying, as we said, Akadosh Baruch Hu to Moshe. And along those lines, we really learned something very similar in Masechet Beza just two days ago. Pasuk says in Sefer Devarim, V'natan lecha rahamim v'rihamcha. Pasuk says, And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you mercy, and he will have mercy upon you. The Gemara in Masechet Beza, Andaf Lamed Bet, as a matter of fact, is Doresh this, to understand that anyone who's from Zera Abraham is going to have rahamim. And as a result, it tells a story about Shabbatai Bar, I think his name was Berinus, who encounters the Atire Bavel, the wealthy people in Bavel, who aren't helping him. They won't invest in him, and then they won't even give him sustenance. And he says, clearly, they're from Erev Rav. The Gemara Masechet Shabbat likewise says, It's not so much focusing on who you are, but it's focusing on your relationship with Borei Olam. The Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you the capability, the responsibility, the potential to act with mercy. Once you do that, he will match it with Rahamim. It's with that point, Mesilat Yesharim will now take off on an interesting uh, idea, and that is that if we interpret the Pasuk as the Gemara does, uh, so then you're kind of understanding it as follows. It means that if I act outside of the boundaries of the way I'm supposed to, if I extend myself further, a reciprocal relationship means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will act outside of the regular bounds as well. And that he will suggest, and there's an interesting philosophical point to be teased out over here, he says that becomes Midat Hadin. That becomes, we talked about this very early in Mesilat Yesharim, this sort of concept. In other words, as follows, again, if we say Midah Keneged Midah, my action should be and will be matched with a like action. Well, that means if I step out of bounds, you in turn, should be stepping out of bounds for me. We kind of saw this earlier when we said, if you're a Hasid, it's me'akevet Now the definition of, of Mesilat Yishnarim will be, that's Alpidin, that's, uh, that's the letter of the law. Well, it's the letter of the law. Since you stepped out, even though we look at it as, once you did that, you defined the parameters of this relationship. 
our relationship is defined not strictly by the regular rules, it's above and beyond. And as a result, it's not just me extending myself, you in turn should be extending yourself to me. It's in an inverse way, it's the way I've heard more than once the definition of some, when it comes to the mitzvot, Magid Mishneh writes this at the end of Hilchot Hanukkah, in Haramban, Perek of Hilchot Hanukkah, when it comes to the mitzvah of Nerot Hanukkah, when it comes to Arba Kosot Shel in the Mishnah at the end of uh, the last chapter in Masechet Pesachim, uh, even though in general we say, HaMevazvez Ali Vazvez Yoter Mehomesh, if a person's spending money on mitzvot, you don't spend more than a fifth of your possessions on that mitzvah. When it comes to the mitzvah of Arba Kosot, the four cups of wine on Pesach, Afilo Animin HaTamchu, you're supposed to go even though you sell everything in order to fulfill it. Comes to Ner Hanukkah, Harambam writes, and Svah Haviva, you have to give everything up. And by extension, Magid Mishneh says, it would be Megillah, so as well. What's the common denominator? Pirsum Hanes. All of those three mitzvot are to publicize the miracle which HaKadosh Baruch Hu affected to us. The interpretation I saw for this at, at one point is, so why does that define them as us having to give more than a fifth? It goes like this. Kivyachol, when we look at a miracle, Pirsum Hanes means I'm, I'm, I'm magnifying, I'm portraying the miracle to others. I'm thinking about God's demeanor, his action to me as a nation, as stepping outside of the natural ways. He has performed a miracle, which, quote unquote, he didn't need to. He wasn't supposed to. Now me, I'm just going to go by the regular rules. I'm only going to spend the money that I'm supposed to. How could I do that? It's a midah kineged midah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu stepped out of the bounds. This is the way Rabbi Herschel Shechter writes it in Pinine Harav from Rabbi Salvechik. How could I not step out of bounds? I need to in turn. It's midah tadina. The halacha has been transformed as above the nature. So that's the, uh, in the inverse way, that's what Silai Yisharim was saying. If we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and are acting in such a fashion, he needs to be acting that way, quote unquote, back at us. Vezeh pashut, ki HaKadosh Baruch Hu modeh midah kineged midah. He says, this is somewhat simple. If God, uh, the Gemara tells us, the rabbi tells us, the rabbis tell us, uh, acts to us um, of, of, uh, a measure for measure, exactly as we do, so to be done. If a person, in turn, is having mercy and doing chesed to others, gam hu bedino yirachamu hu, vim halulo avonotav bechesed shareh mechila zodin hu. Kevan shi midah kineged midah, you've reformulated, you've re- restructured, you've reset the parameters, the guidelines, the boundaries of this relationship. You've said, I step out of the nature, I step out of the natural ways with regards to what I'm expected to do for others, then God needs to, kivyachol, do so for you. That's the deed. Likewise, he points to the Gemara Masechet Rosh Daf Yodzayin, Lemi Nosei Avon, Lemi She'overa Al Pesha, Pasuk says, Nosei Avon, Ve'overa Al Pesha, the Derashah of the Rabbis is, Who is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nosei Avon? He raises up your iniquities, your wrongdoings, for a person who's Overa Al Pesha. In other words, if you did something wrong to me and I was able to look the other way, that's the person too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, looks the other way, quote unquote, to your wrongdoings. Again, it's a Midat, even though it's Shalosh Yisrael Midot Shel Rahamim, it's so to speak, he's reading it as Midatadin. You've done so, it should be acted that way to you. If you are so um, structured and so rigid in your uh, relationship with others, it means that your relationship with the other and uh, with nature itself will be very rigid and structured. So, now pay attention who in your their right mind will be able to say, you think you're going to live a life and then you're going to turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, well, 
um, uh, just uh, judge me. I was very rigid in my behavior. Uh, judge me in a rigid fashion. Seriously, you believe that you're going to be able to, 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 to pass judgment in such a circumstance? By definition, he's suggesting with a certain uh, intimidation. By definition, we need lifnim mishurat adim. If we need lifnim mishurat adim, we should be acting. We should be redoing our relationships with others beyond shurat adim. David HaMelech mitpalev ve'omer, ve'altavov mishpat et abdecha, ki lo yitzak lefanecha kol hai. David HaMelech himself says, don't come to me with mishpat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because I don't have a chance. Nobody does. Omenam ha'oseh chesed, ikabel chesed, ukechoma sheyanbe la'asot, kach yanbe lekabel, a person who does that chesed to others, who acts as a chasid, ben adam in turn will be rewarded with and he concludes for our purposes with David HaMelech's expression that even to those who hate me, even those who are against me, I've stepped out of the bounds of what's expected of me and uh, into the bounds or into the realm of Lifnim Mishurat Adin. And in turn, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, can you please or it's, it's deservant in my eyes that I be um, uh, corresponded uh, to by you, that there be a reciprocal relationship between the two of us, that you too go into the Midat HaChesed in judging and dealing with me. Baruch Adonai Amen